0: Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selected Betting, and I'm joined by Greg Browning for another look ahead to this week's Scottish card. And Greg, it's the first weekend back after the split in the Premiership um, and five games to go. Yes, indeed. I think uh, most clubs had
1: the weekend off due to the Scottish Cup action. So well done to Hearts who progressed past Hibs on Saturday and well done also to Rangers who navigated a tricky European match on Thursday night extra time got through in the end and to then play extra time again on Sunday and knock Celtic out was a terrific week so a very good week for Rangers all round I think
0: Yeah, not half, but they're going to have to do it all again this weekend. Um, They're at home to Motherwell. That game has been moved uh, at the request of Rangers to Saturday, which Motherwell and the SPFL have been able to accommodate. And Rangers now play RB Leipzig next Thursday in the first leg of the uh, Europa League semi-final.
1: Yeah, I I think both clubs will be happy with the move to Saturday. Um, I know obviously it looks like Motherwell are bending backwards to support and and accommodate Rangers. But ultimately, as fans, who wants to go to a game on a Sunday? at 12 o'clock when you go yeah. to a on a Saturday
0: at 12 o'clock
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. it's a it's a, a good move for, for both clubs I think and both fans in terms of their match on Thursday night they just keep on going don't they in Europe Rangers um, this is a much trickier test I think Leipzig possibly been a bit underestimated in terms of the clubs that have been in the competition Uh, But a very, very tough game. But I think the way that they performed in Europe Rangers, they'll more than fancy their chances of bringing the the match back to Ibrox uh, with a shout.
0: Yeah, you wouldn't put anything past them given their performance. It's not just this season in Europe, but in recent seasons they've performed particularly well. Um, And as you say, they're now in the Scottish Cup final where they will face Hearts and a massive result for Hearts that I think everyone fancied them to go through, but it now guarantees them... Group stage football next season And it also gives them something to look forward to At the end of this season Because there's a danger They're so far ahead in third place That the season could fizzle out a wee bit perhaps
1: Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing for them now Is team places for the final um, Lots to to look forward to In terms of the cup final itself The build-up And obviously next season Where they'll be in Europe And that's a massive win for the fans A massive win for the club as well Probably talking three or four million pounds
0: in the back pocket for for him for Hearts. Um, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to see you know what they do in the summer on the basis that they've got that that income coming into the club and also European nights at Tynecastle, which will be great to look forward to.
1: Yeah, I think in terms of Hearts themselves, it's been a fantastic season. I don't think anyone expected Hearts to to finish third as far out in third as hmm. they have and get to a Scottish Cup final. I'm sure a few people actually tipped Hearts to finish in the bottom half. I can't remember.
0: Not in this podcast. Not, on this podcast.
1: Not in this <laughs> podcast, no. I think we did say <laughs> Hearts to yeah. finish top six, yeah. and they've more yeah. than done that.
0: Yeah, fair play to them. We'll come on to them very briefly later on. We're going to have a look at the, the fixtures this weekend, have a wee dip into the Championship, where... Uh, I suppose we'll probably start there, Greg, once, once we get to the Championship, come up via Broth, which is going to be an absolute blockbuster on Friday night. Before we get there, quick recap on last weekend. As I said, um, I think most of us fancied hearts to get the better of Hibs they did do. I think they are kind of at the even money, 21-20 mark, which was, in hindsight, a really good price, wasn't it? It,
1: it was. I, th- I think I there was no case to be made for Hibs on Saturday. And I think we called that out on the podcast Uh, last week, that's highly unlikely that Hibs are are so um, shy of a goal at the moment, it it was hard to see where they would get any goals from, Mm -hmm. and obviously two cracking goals from Hearts, that essentially gave Hibs a mountain to climb, Uh, John Yeo then got sent off, just when Hibs were getting back into the match.
0: Yeah, and with a few other winners, with uh, Dunfermline as well on Saturday?
1: Oh yeah, it was a it was a great weekend actually to be fair. I think three of our four main tips landed. Um so first of all the nap landed, which is great. We had Dunfermline to be Air United at well, I think we recommended eight to five initially in the on the Sunday and tipped it on the Monday at thirteen to ten. So that was a cracking nap. We had over two point five goals at Air D V Dumbarton, yeah. that cruise then finished three two. Did say that Dumbarton would score. I did say that Dumbarton to score two was probably a good shout as well, mm-hmm. seven to two. Yeah. And four for Vianen, five one. Um, yeah. I think I did call out that there's been a colossal number of goals in that fixture, and I'm kind of kicking myself now for not backing the five one four for one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, and we should also just mention that Partick Thistle uh, once again let us down. They're on the same campus Aberdeen this oh, season,
1: I think, aren't they? Thistle just generally hope they don't make the playoffs I'm rooting for Wraith <laughs> Rovers to catch them because I backed all four tips on an accumulator um, at down. the weekend and that let me down for hundreds Yeah, Who'd um, be, be a Thistle funny. Oh, I feel sorry for them I really do yeah.
0: uh, Anyway as I say we're, we're going to quickly cover these Premiership games and um, but before we get there, Greg, chronologically, the first game of the weekend and probably the biggest game of the weekend, if not the biggest game of the season, certainly in the Championship, is Kumarlock v Arbroath on Friday night. Kumarlock have owned the door for Arbroath. It was in their hands. They let it slip last weekend. Arbroath won 5-1 eh, on Saturday to close the gap. It's now just one point between the two sides with two games to go. Broth just haven't gone away. We thought they would fall away, but they just haven't. Eh, they both meet at Rugby Park on Friday night.
1: They're like a bad smell, are both, people <laughs> lingering in the way in the background. And fair play to them, I think we did say last week that if Kilmarnock with the drop points in the run into the end of the season, there's a very good chance it would be Inverness, mm. and that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Which I think, from Kilmarnock's perspective, will be disappointing because they took the lead, and to not see the game out, and to not even get a point, and then lose 2-1. It's a real kick in the teeth for Kilmarnock, I think. And I don't think McInnes will be very happy with that. But that said, um, obviously Abrah went one no down at home to Queen of the South on Saturday. And you're thinking, has the pressure got to Abbroth? Of course it didn't. They absolutely battered Queen of the South 5-1 to set up, as you see, the game of the season, really. I think every fan in Scottish football was looking forward to this match. Yeah. On, cannot wait on Friday night. There's going to be, I think at the moment, there's 8,000 Kilmarnock tickets sold, 1.5k, 1. well, 1,500 are both fans at the moment. Brilliant. Probably looking at a crowd of 12 or 13,000 at least on Friday at Rugby Park. Everyone's going to be tuned in. It's going to be tremendous. But from my perspective, I am rooting for the Kilmarnock win. Boo. Um, the win <laughs> <laughs> we'll see them win the league. A draw takes it to the final day. And it's probably worth pointing out, Kilmarnock travelled to Wraith. Yeah. yeah. That's a Wraith side who could be or could not be involved in the playoffs, depending on how this weekend turns out. And Arbroath are at home to Morton, a side who have nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Kilmarnock wanted to, to go to um, the final day. I think they're at home, they're going to have a bumper crowd behind them. Their home form has been fantastic. They've won six of their last seven home games. Two one, three nil, two nil, two one, two one, two nil. I fancy Kilmarnock on
0: Friday night to to get the job done. Yep, they're even money. Um our rose are thirteen to five. Kelly hold that one point lead at the moment, so we'd think that, you know, a draw would be more favourable for them. But our Broth are only are two goals ahead actually in terms of goal difference. So if it comes down to, you know, level points, then our both slightly ahead at the moment on that front. So I just can't wait. I think it'll be a great game on Friday night. I just hope it is a good spectacle. Um down at Rugby Park.
1: Yeah, there's probably a good shout for cards in this match as well, given what's at stake. Um I think the Comanic win even money is pretty solid. And that's no disrespect to our Broth. I just think it's Comanic at home. Um, Kel Lafferty, if well, no doubt, being about the goals Probably, I think they're at the full strength Kilmarnock, Azar Arbroath I just think, as we said back in January Kilmarnock are not going to Romp this league Although they've recruited well, brought McInnes in I think the case is always going to be They'll just do enough To get promotion back to the Premiership And I still think that's what they'll do
0: To be fair, they should have had it wrapped up Before now, let's face it
1: Yeah, they've had opportunities to yeah. do that Um, I think on the road, Kilmarnock has been very suspect. But it's their home form since the start of the year that's put them into the position they're in now. And I I think they'll be more than happy with two games to go to be taken on Arbroath
0: to to win. And on that, they they go up as champions. Yeah, I just wouldn't be writing them both off.
1: No, definitely not. (laughs) I'm I'm definitely not writing them both off. I just think, in terms of what I think will happen on Friday night, um, I just think
0: Kilmarnock will edge it. Okay, so it's even when Uncle Marmock it's 13 to 5, at both take your pick, or don't, just sit back and enjoy it it's live on BBC Scotland it's also available on BBC iPlayer if you're out with the, the Scottish region um, and you're able to pick up there online we'll come back to the, the Championship Games, I know you get a tip in the Championship for this, for the podcast, we'll cover briefly the Premiership Games, as I say that Rangers game, Motherwell has now been moved to Saturday, kind of covered the main points I suppose, Motherwell are 7 to 1 Rangers are 4 to 11 a chance for Rangers to put a wee bit of pressure on Celtic on Sunday. They go to Ross County on Sunday eh, at half two. By bringing the game forward, 24 hours, Rangers have got a wee chance to to close the gap to three points ahead of, which potentially a tricky trip for Celtic up north. It will be. I think it's a great opportunity for Rangers on Saturday to, to put pressure
1: on Celtic. Three points behind if they win that match. And as you say, it will not be easy for Celtic at Ross County. Ross County have had a fantastic season, been very, very difficult to beat at home, and I think they'll make life difficult for Celtic on Sunday. So I think it plays into Rangers' hands now, that game being moved to the Saturday. And we'll see what Celtic's medal was made of on Sunday.
0: Yeah, um, I, I guess... I mean, won't be touching Rangers at 4 to 11. I don't suppose uh, they've had a hell of a week. Um, I don't know at what point these games start to catch up with them, if at all, or if indeed the momentum is enough to just carry them over the line in all these games. Um, but there's just too many question marks for me to be getting involved at, at those short prices.
1: Yeah, I think um, the Rangers Celtic Double will be very popular. It'll probably only pay less than 4 to 5, maybe 7 to 10 the Double. Um, I, I do think they'll get the job done, Rangers, on, on Saturday. I don't think Motherwell, they, they um, clambered their way into the top six. But I think ultimately they are still only one once in about a million matches. Yeah. So I, I don't think they'll cause Rangers too many problems on, on Saturday. There could be a shout here for uh, Motherwell cards. Uh, plenty of suspects in the Motherwell ranks. Uh, Van Veen... I, th- I think he's in sixteen bookings now. This is just unbelievable. <laughs> <At> some <laughs> going to be fair. See, yeah. He's got all bookings and goals. Yeah. And he's had a pretty good season, in the goals going front. <laughs> yeah. So uh,
0: maybe something you'll look at before the kick off.
1: Yeah, possible. Yeah. Um, on, on the on the player card market here. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, as you said, we've got the kind of bottom half of the split playing on Saturday. So we've got Aberdeen, the host, Livingston.
1: Let's not waste any breath <laughs> right, on okay. this
0: match. Um, all, all I'm saying is Livingston are <laughs> big at 16-5, just purely on the basis that Aberdeen have been absolutely chronic this season, just nine wins. And you can be backing a team that's only won nine games out of 33, at, at odds against... No, no, um, absolutely not. And that's I, it. I Let's like leave it. it
1: there. Yeah, happy to leave it at that. Okay. Um, happy to leave it
0: at that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I take it you'll be going to Dens Park on Saturday, St Johnston against indeed probably... Do or die for Dundee. Really, isn't it? It's a six-pointer for them. Um, not quite so crucial for St. Johnstone, but if St. Johnstone win this, they'll be looking up the way at St. Mirren and possibly Aberdeen in terms of trying to catch them and avoid a, a playoff.
1: As they say, say that hope it kills you. Because at <laughs> the moment, there's high hopes in the uh, St. Johnstone ranks. We've got a five-point cushion over Dundee. I've got a horrible feeling about Saturday. But that's yeah. more from a, that's more of a, from a fan's perspective rather than a bet perspective. Five points adrift drift, Dundee, they they haven't been playing that badly, Dundee. They goals. goals. They have. They scored two goals in each of the last two games, two against Aberdeen when two one down with ten minutes to go, and they showed a lot of character to come back at Paradise to yeah. to, to, to salvage a draw, a two 3 draw in the Dundee derby a few weeks ago. There's going to be a big crowd at Denz. I think we're taking at least two thousand fans through Dundee. Have sold their allocation really, really well as well. So it's going to be a great atmosphere at Denz. Dundee have to win. Simple as that. If Dundee lose this, they are down. Yeah. Um, and I'll be delighted for lots of reasons. <laughs> but I don't. I just don't know how this game is going to pan out in terms of the score. In terms of the markets, you're getting six to four on over two point five match goals. Uh, that allows us to get 11-10 to 10 on the Asian goal line at over two. So money back if there's two goals. I do think there'll be two goals in the match. Dundee don't keep many clean sheets, but I do think Dundee are probably more of a go set than we are at the, at the moment. Mm-hmm. But I think it has to be all roads lead to bookings for this match. It'll be very interesting to see, though, what markets we get and what the line's going to be set at. Just looking through St. Johnston's team, we've got Dan Cleary on five, bookings for the season, Murray Davidson, God bless him, (laughs) is nine. Sean Rooney's been out for a good part of the season, he's in six, and Captain Liam Gordon's on eight. So there's candidates right across the St. Johnston team. Looking at Dundee, you've got Sweeney on eight, Burn on 7, Anderson in 6, and our great friend Charlie Adam, who absolutely loves the booking. He is on 10. So definitely going to be a, a cards angle in this for me. Possibly a Dundee corners angle as well. Dundee have to win. It's as simple as that. Do you want to know the bad news? Yes. We'll be mad then. It, it must have been late coming out there. So I did check that this afternoon and do my notes, and I couldn't see who the ref was. But seeing that, Bobby Madden booked what five no firm game on Sunday.
0: Should have oh, been more.
1: Today. It should have been more. He, McGregor should have got booked in the first half, in the first half an hour. Um I think he kept his cards in his pocket until the thirty sixth minute, then booked three players. Yeah. That is a concern, I must admit. He does let the, the game flow and lets a lot pass um when others don't. Mm-hmm. So you have to factor that in probably. But in terms of the actual line itself it's going to be at least five so we're not going to get anything other than less than over 4.5 and that may be really short that may be as short as one to two or eight to 13 Mm -hmm. so i'm not keen to go in six i think the opportunity here could be on player cards or uh, a dundee st johnson bet builder in terms of cards goals and corners and i think dundee at home big crowd behind them having to go for it could be a shout for team corners as well
0: Yeah, I do like the 64 on over two and a half. I think 64 on any game, I suppose, is is worth considering, Um, even though St Johnson have been short of goals this season. But, as you say, if you can get somewhere near even money on the Asian line. Yeah, the Asian line's been
1: fantastic for us this season. I think it's a great market and it gives us
0: that safety net of the two goals scored then money back. Yeah, indeed. Okay. Well, (laughs) I was going to say enjoy that game, but I'm not sure your, your nails will we'll last the 90 minutes. It'll be certainly any better, I think, for most of the fans that are at Denz Park on Saturday. Um, next up, we've got St Mirren V managerless Hibs for the second time this season. They are managerless. Sean Maloney is gone, just four months in the job, just 19 games in charge. Uh, how many of those did they win, do you know? Six. Six. His win percentage rate was 31.6% compared to Jack Ross. What do you think Jack Ross's was? 41 48.96 There you go Considerably better But um, It does feel as if Sean Maloney's not been given A huge amount of time to put his own stamp on this team Doesn't it?
1: Well he's not But The Hibs board Appointed him It's his first gig I don't know what they're expecting Having lost Boyle hmm. the injured They had no attacking threat Whatsoever But They've decided to let him go, and I, it's one of those ones. I don't think that many people are surprised, but at the same time, I think people are surprised that it's happened now. Maybe not <laughs> next season at some point. Um, Giving him a chance to um, create his own team in the summertime. I had to laugh that uh, Tam McManus um, done an article for the Daily Record, I think, Obviously it must have been published last night or this morning At 7 o'clock or whatever And by 9 o'clock it was all about um, Him getting the chance to rebuild
0: mm. He sacked so, A few well, hours later Obviously no one's given Tam McManus the nod Have they kept that pretty, pretty secret so Um
1: in terms of this match itself Always very wary of backing a team Or backing against a team Who have just sacked their manager David uh, David Gray Scottish Cup hero is back in charge. I don't know how many games he was in charge for the last time when Jack Ross left but I'm sure he went unbeaten. I might be wrong but I don't think it was a disaster when he was in charge for that short he, time. Sorry, I've just got it here. He had three games in charge 1-1, drawn 1 lost 1. Was it? So not not a disaster by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, someone also sent me today that Hibbs have played St in three times directly after sacking the manager. And they've won two of them and drawn one. Oh.
0: So, close your ears.
1: <laughs> so I, I love hearing that. That was that was a great start. <laughs> so um St. Mirren fifteen to a Hib six to four. I don't know how you can back this match. I really don't. St. Mirren have been awful. Um I think uh, Stephen Robinson needs a result here. And I don't think the the Paisley Faith will be very impressed if they um, are beaten by a toothless, managerless side
0: Yeah, and I mean, St must be looking over their shoulder as well. With uh, If St Johnston do win at the weekend, then there will only be three points ahead of St Johnston, and oh, get drawn, drawn into that playoff place before you know it.
1: Well, if, if that happens, it's all ifs and buts, but if St Johnston do win on Saturday, and that, is, that is a big if. And if St not fail to beat, Hibs on Saturday as well, then that St. and Johnson game in Perth is absolutely colossal because I could really draw St. Vincent right into the playoff mix. Yeah. So I and think you he- will look at it one week at a time, but yeah, I think St. Manson need to get points on the board fast.
0: Yeah, it well, uh, won't be lost on them, I don't suppose. Uh, on Sunday, we've got Ross County v Celtic. As we said, could be a tough gig for Celtic having to pick themselves up. Uh, I think it's probably been. Quite spooked by that uh, performance at the weekend against Rangers. I think a lot of Celtic fans were expecting to progress the semi-final, particularly given Rangers exploits in Um, midweek. I suppose Posticoglu is going to have to pick Celtic up again. They are potentially three wins away from the the title. So a massive, massive game for for them at the weekend in Dingwall. But it took a, I think, 96th, 97th minute winner from Anthony and Alston that our last time they were there and we touched on it last week just how well Ross County have done this season considering the start they had I think it was 10 games without a win or something like that to finish top six um, and there's still potential for a European place to play for for Ross County as well
1: Yeah you could argue there's a a shout for man of the season in terms of the turnaround at Ross County I, I do think they've like, Celtic a game on on Sunday um, for Celtic I think Sunday's match, it was a real disappointment for them. As you say, Rangers playing in Europe again, extra time on the Thursday night. And I don't think anybody fancied Rangers an extra time. No. Even though Rangers finished the second half really strongly. Yeah. It was Celtic hoping for that full-time whistle to just regroup, go back out into the second half, into, into extra, extra time, sorry, and get the result. But they, they thought to get that. And it's put a bit. Of, I would say it's put a bit of a downer now on the season for Celtic. Obviously, still they've won the league cup. They are on track to win the league, which is obviously the, the main priority. But it was a bit of a blow for them on on Sunday, and it'd be interesting to see how they lift themselves for this, knowing that potentially Rangers could move within three points of them.
0: Yeah, it could be three points, at, at, you know. Both. Closer to them by the time that game kicks off on Sunday so yeah interesting to see how Celtic respond to that we've done a lot on Celtic corners recently um, although it's maybe not been the same kind of bet that it was earlier in the season I can't really see myself getting involved in the corners up, up there at Dingwall this time round
1: No I don't think so I think the Celtic performances in terms of corner counts away from home has been day and night in comparison to uh Parkhead um i think again in terms of the, the opportunities for this match you could look at ross county cards again they'll pick up a few cards in this match but I, i'd like to see though how the um the match on saturday was first in terms of rangers um i think it's probably better for this match if Rangers do get a result against motherwell and that
0: means Celtic do have to try and go out and obviously get, get three points I think, yeah. I mean, they're going to have to go out and get the three points anyway. Yeah, but course. yeah, could just put a wee bit more pressure on them. Uh, our other game on Sunday is Dundee United v Hearts. As we've touched on, really big win for the Hearts last weekend, just to keep them going until the end of the season. They've secured third place, which they did so a couple of weeks ago. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they tackle these remaining five games of the season in the league ahead of that cup final for Dundee United. You've got to say, a brilliant first season back for United under Tam Courts, and you know, like Ross County, a potential European place to play for as well.
1: Yeah, I think the difference between Ross County and United and Motherwell is I think fans of Dundee United and Motherwell aren't happy. They're delighted, obviously, they made the top six, but I think that really does mask not an underlying issue. But I think Dundee United have won once in like 18 games or something like that, and it's the same for Motherwell. So I don't think they'll want to to continue that losing run in the top six split. But as if I hadn't seen United and Motherwell will go the entire duration of those five games without a win. Mm-hmm. Um, Hearts, Cup final to look forward to, but there's no chance Robbie Nielsen's going to let his side rest on their laurels and just wait for that Cup final. Not a chance. Even though third place is secured, he'll want to get as many points in the board as possible and he'll yeah. want to every match. So... Um, it makes it difficult this match from a betting point of view. Uh, for me, it's an easy easy to leave it alone. Yeah, even Money Hearts starting at 5, then the United. I suppose, you well, on that been. point, sorry, I, I, I couldn't be back in Hearts at Evens away from home. Mm-hmm. I think I've said a number of times, probably over the last few seasons, that Hearts' away form is still very questionable. Uh, they don't win enough away games for me. They drop far too many points away from home, um, and even the money is far too short.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say, I think, out of the two of them, 13 to 5, if you're looking for value on the day, United, it's probably where you would where you would look, um, to be honest. But, yeah, maybe best left alone, that one as well. That takes us into the Championship. We've got Commander um, we Villar-Bros on Friday night, which we've already touched on. Beyond that, nothing much catching the eye, but you quite like the look of the United, the Queen of the South.
1: Well, I do, I really do. I think... Um... In terms of my notes for this match it's had to change slightly i wrote queen of the south off this morning mm-hmm. <laughs> on the channel um in terms of them being already being relegated and to be fair that's how it looked this morning but they have beaten inverness tonight 2-1 which is a real and buster yeah i think inverness would have been very popular and uh, not for me right enough for that price at four to five but there have been a lot of backers for inverness tonight and they've given themselves uh, a glimmer of hope, Queen the South, in the fact that their next two games, or their last two games, are against the two sides that above them. Yeah. So it, it puts a different slant on this match now. Air United will be devastated after last weekend. They went to Dunfermline, scored with a penalty, I think in the first half, were dominant. They, from what I'm hearing is, they could have been three or four goals up. In that first 75 minutes Dunfermline then got back into the match Through a free kick And the goalkeeper You have to say is chucked the ball In the back of the net For Dunfermline the second Not that I was complaining It brought the nap in So well done the Air United goalkeeper (laughs) But in terms of this match though It's massive now for both clubs Um, Initially it was just going to be About Air United Getting that win And I guess Trying to just better better, uh, Dunfermline's results but Queen of the South could essentially move to within three points of Air if they win this match. So it's difficult how that's going to pan out in this match. It may work in Ayr's favour, to be fair, that they have to go for the win Queen of the South. And it's maybe, maybe, maybe something Ayr could exploit. But I think 11-8 to eight on the Air win, I think it's worth backing. Um, as I said before, they, they were really good at East End Park last weekend. They've kind of chucked it away. They're not in great form, I would say. Not won many games on a bit of a losing run at the moment. But up until tonight, Queen of the South had lost seven games in the spin. Hence why my quote this morning of them being relegated with three games left to go and nine points behind. Um, They must have a very similar goal difference, I think. Queen of the South to still have a chance of staying up. But I just think here... Air away, there'll be a big crowd travelling down to Dumfries from from here on on Saturday, and I'm more than happy to to take air. One thing I will call out though, uh, Stuart on the channel also reminded me of this today as well that Air's record at Palmerston is woeful. Mm-hmm. Um, 18 games since the last won there, Jeez. going back to 2002. So you're talking best part of 20 years since Air last won at Queen of the South. That's not a good omen, but who knows if they're going to be broken? And um, I just think that 11-8 to eight on air, despite tonight's result for Queen of the South, bringing them back into the three, I just think they're worth backing.
0: Yeah, I suppose the only note of caution I would have on that one is that a draw. Does air United, you know, and just how gung ho will they be if things are tight, you know, going into the last 15, 20 minutes?
1: Well, not really, though, because air need to finish Boston Fairmont avoid the so I, I don't think ER AR are probably looking at this match in terms of um, not finishing 10th I think they're just probably focusing on this and trying to beat Dunfermline's results yeah. above them
0: that's a fair point uh, speaking of Dunfermline, they are away to party Syssal on Saturday again like here need to win you
1: just got all your money you've got <laughs> and under 2.5 goals.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, there's not been many at how this season, certainly latterly, has there?
1: No, I think every game's finished 1-0 someone, <laughs> um, or 0-0 this season at if, 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 Furhill. We, we know the reasons why. Um, I think it was 4-6 to six under 2.5 goals at the weekend there against Rays, finished 1-0. Mm-hmm. You're just thinking to yourself, do you know what, we should have been... All aboard the yeah, under goal train yeah. <laughs> for Hill, But I just can't bring myself to do it. Um, watch this space. It'll be a goal bonanza now. <laughs> 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 under 2.5 goals. But all joking aside, um, the uh, family needs something from the game. Um, especially if Air get this out at Queen of the South. And Patrick Thistle are now only three points ahead of Wraith following that defeat last weekend. Wraith travelled to Hamilton, every chance they can get a result there, so there's Thistle are in real danger of missing the playoffs, which would be a travesty given the fact that six weeks ago there was a chat of them um, mounting a potential title challenge, Yeah. So a, I think that'll be a massive, massive collapse from Thistle as they fail to
0: get to the playoffs. Yeah, it's been a pretty awful end to the season for Thistle, hasn't it? It's what five defeats in the last seven, just one win. Amongst them, and that was a 1 0 against Queen of the South. So, yeah, it'd be an absolute disaster if they didn't even make the playoffs. But, yeah, I guess you're always going to fancy teams that have got some momentum going into the playoffs. And right at this moment, Thistle aren't one of them.
1: No, they're not. And um, if St Johnson do finish second bottom and put in the playoffs, I'd more than fancy us um, beating Thistle. But seeing that, I don't think Thistle at the moment would even get through the playoffs in the Championship end. No,
0: probably never mind not.
1: getting to the, the, fight, the playoff final. So a massive game for both clubs. Maybe goals actually could be our an angle <laughs> in terms of value. Uh, both clubs have to get a win here. Um, it really just depends on how both sides adapt to the the furrow
0: playing surface. Yeah. Okay. Anything else in Championship before we move on to League One?
1: Probably just the fact that Ray travelled to Hamilton uh, thirteen to eight. It's a very big price, given the Hamilton have nothing to play for. Um, Wraith obviously beat Thistle last weekend But Hamilton are in good shape To be fair One defeat in six for Hamilton A great one at Morton last week And they've only had one defeat in seven at home So I think Wraith may be popular at 13-8 Given the fact they're only three points behind Thistle And they could potentially leap into the playoffs If results go their way But I'll put a match on alone In terms of backing a winner but I do think there'll be goals in this match it's definitely worth backing at least um,
0: two match goals here Yeah, uh, In week One um, Cove have the chance to finally wrap up the title with a five points clear of Airdrie who to be fair have hung on to their coattails all season um, and there's only two games to play, Cove Rangers at home to Dumbarton, they're a short price at 4-11 to 11, but look, absolute banker material this weekend, don't they?
1: Yeah they do and I think we mentioned last weekend the Cove Airdrie double we popped popular on last weekend Yeah,
0: I was At on it events. I was on it
1: yep <laughs> I think we're all on it and I was very delighted to see that late late Airdrie goal to, to bring that to bring that in but yeah I think um, League 1 will be wrapped up in, on Saturday
0: and no disrespect to Alloa but fully Cove to, to get the job done yeah, sorry Dumbarton Dumbarton I think it was uh, was it Aloha last, yeah, last week yeah last week sorry uh, and just on the Airdrie v Clyde game, um, Airdrie pretty short at 4-6 but probably worth taking, but just on that fixture, there's been 38 goals scored in the last 10 meetings um, yeah. between these two sides, so I thought that was maybe worth highlighting from a goals angle.
1: No, it's a good shout actually, and I think it's a highlight last weekend um, Airdrie aren't the best defensively, they shipped another two goals against Dumbarton on Saturday, that's three times that Dumbarton has scored twice against Airdrie this season, uh, Clyde um, a bit of a kind of weird season for Clyde, to be fair, but I think goals could be a shout in this match. So that's maybe something I'll look at and put on the channel.
0: Yeah, over two and a half pays three to four, um, over two and a half, and both teams to score pays sixty-five. But yeah, if, I think if you kind of dig it out, dig it around a wee bit more, there's potentially some value in that. Anything um, else in League One? And uh, nothing else in
1: League One, other than Falkirk won a match last weekend. This is where I need a a sound effect I actually did back in (laughs) Falkirk last week Just in the fact they were playing East Fife Who were already doomed It was Kenny Miller's first game in charge as caretaker And he'll be in charge again at home to Who's he got? Aloha, Aloha, sorry, yeah So yeah, 10-11 to I don't think they've won back-to-back games Falkirk since this century, August, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing to play for, so it's a game best left alone. But I do think that they may get back to that ones. Yeah,
0: and lead to it's pretty much all over. Bar the Shouting and there as well. Kelly Hearts get the table, uh, sorry, the title wrapped up. Cowdenbeath are doomed, and there's just a bit of squabbling around third and fourth place for the playoff places.
1: Yeah, so it's between obviously Annan and the to see who'll finish kind of second, I guess. Forfar got that massive win last weekend against Annan. I think I said last weekend that Forfar have now scored two or more goals in nine consecutive games against Annan. Make that ten. Make that get that into a little black book for next season potentially if they're still the same. Uh, But there's a kind of two-way battle now between East, sorry, Edinburgh City and Stenhousemuir to see who can sneak into that last playoff spot. So Edinburgh City are in action against Annan on Friday night. Their usual Friday night slot <laughs> and yeah. um Stenish Muir host John So both teams need to get a win here, but I think there's probably an angle for me in which I'm happy to take both those matches over 1.5 match goals, add it to the Hamilton v race over 1.5 match goals, and that pays, I think, a very, very solid looking five to four over one point five match goals travel.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good shout You do like goals at this stage of the season, don't you? And there's plenty at stake for some of these teams
1: Yeah, obviously we've only got a couple of rounds left to go There's been lots of goals last weekend I think Cowden and Beath, Edinburgh City Was the only match out of League 1 and League 2 mm-hmm. That finished under 1.5 And the reason I remember that Is I always back both leagues over 1.5 <laughs> All
0: <laughs> like, games No one else Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, just recap that treble bet for us there
1: so Hamilton v Wraith, Edmund City v Arran and Stenness Mure v Stranraer, all three games over one point five match goals, and that pays five to
0: four. Okay, and your other bet this weekend is in the Championship.
1: Yes, and that will be Air to beat Queen of the South at eleven
0: to eight. Okay, anything else you want to look at before we wrap up for the podcast this week?
1: Yeah, so I guess England also coming to their kind of finale as such. Only three or four rounds of games left to go. Uh, Some really big games in both League One and League Two in terms of promotion and in terms of playoff spots and for the relegation spots too. I think Fleetwood v Gillingham is probably the standout. Um, Gillingham played Fleetwood, so did I say Gillingham v Fleetwood? Yeah. I meant to say Fleetwood and ASC Wimbledon, sorry, this weekend um, to get out of that relegation spot. Gillingham played Fleetwood the weekend just passed, and that was another uh, prevailable six-pointer between the two sides. Both heads got a sending off, so probably an angle there for cards in that match. And again, that's something I'll share on the channel, along with potential bet-builder and booking opportunities from the games in the Premiership in Scotland, especially at Dundee vs St. Johnston.
0: Yeah, can't wait. (laughs) Okay, Uh, that's us for this weekend's podcast. Now don't forget if you want to join Greg's premium private Telegram channel then make sure you follow him on Twitter at Browning84Greg where you'll find all the details of how to sign up on his profile there. And that's us for this week's podcast thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend
1: Thank you and no, all the best